Nothing. Something. Yes. Nothing. Some, something. Something. Say something. What is up? Something. Something is up. Something is up. This is so far better content than some of our podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the MovieBuild.org podcast, episode number 46. <laughs> That's not working. Hi, it's been ages. I know, it's been a couple of weeks extra. Cheers for the ale. What are we drinking today? Uh, we have London Lager. London Lager. And then, what have you got? Uh, American Pale Ale. What's that like? Produced in the USA. Uh, it is... It's nice. It's really nice. I was looking at where it's from. Where it's from. It's uh, brewed and bottled by Taproom Brewing Company, R- Rochester, New York, for Sainsbury's <laughs> Supermarkets Limited in London. Mine's from London. Cool. It's nice. It's really nice. This yeah. is actually from the Sainsbury's Taste the Difference range. They're obviously bringing nails in from places. Um, quite impressed. Get, we could like get some sponsorships from... From Sainsbury's or from the the American Ale Company. You know what? There is a podcast I listen to, and I've mentioned it before. It's called Partially Derivative. It's a data science podcast. Oh yeah, and they literally start each show with "What are you drinking today?" And they and they, people send them ales, and they're always calling out for sponsorship and stuff. And it doesn't seem to have happened. It's it's as if they don't realize that nerds like to drink. Hmm. But hey. We can hope. Well, there's something for the edit. So I'm Corin. I'm Kushal. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Welcome, welcome. You're not talking to me, are you? Yeah, I suppose you as well. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome. Um, how have you been? Really good. Uh, been studying a lot. Been doing a lot of work. You've been doing a lot of data science stuff, haven't you? I am studying machine learning and data science, which involves an incredible amount of maths. And I didn't really pay attention when I was doing A-levels. And now I'm, <laughs> I'm having to learn everything properly. But hey, side by side with the machine learning, I have <laughs> Khan Academy and all the open learning tools. So it's great. So you're taking advantage of everything that's out there, which is kind of great, really. It's, it's really good. It's just, I, I couldn't have done this when I was... Uh, you know, 18, 19 or whatever, 17, 18, doing A-levels, we had a book and a com- fairly useless uh, uh, lecturer. My my sec- my first year one, she was cool. And the, the second year one, he was not so cool. So yeah, we don't have, people don't have to suffer like that these days. The resources are out there. It's so good. I love it. It's I'm- incredible the amount of stuff that you can find so easily on the internet. Like with, with um, even when we use filmmak- filmmaking as an example, yeah. When I was doing my university course in multimedia, um, the stuff that I could have found and I kind of did during like the course was ridiculous. Uh, and it's the stuff that you can just get for free and people pay thousands of pounds for that. You can just get information readily available. And now it's just becoming astronomical. The amount is, is growing. Well, I, I, I don't like one trend, which is they've all started charging a lot more for stuff now. Yeah, it was yeah. really free for a while, and now it's like free. But if you want something that's of more value, we're creating value by charging you ninety nine dollars or four hundred dollars for a certificate. Well, that's that's just fuck off. That's not yeah, what the idea yeah. was. Yeah. Cool. Oh, well, um, got the first expletive in. Yes. 
we'll get that R rating. Yeah. How uh, how's your life? What do you what's what's coming up for you? What's 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 new? Um, on Friday, I find out whether I can speak English. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm just looking at you know how people move to Canada. And I'm just going through some of the motions. I may not be able to because I'm getting on a bit, as you point out every fucking episode. Um, <laughs> uh, um, so I lose points because they're ageist-ish, I think, maybe. They just want young people. And they also give you more points if you're single. So I'm not sure what they're thinking. But um, Do you think if they listen to the podcast, they would like, not let you in even more? Well, no, because uh, why? Because I said they might be ageist. <laughs> it is a bit ageist, though. It's like my skills and capabilities and the fact that I can work for 20 years is potentially irrelevant because I'm just a couple of years older than someone else. Anyway, I'm going through the motions. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, and one of the things is that everyone, even native speakers, have to take an English exam. Yeah, which is strange. Really annoying. Um, but hey, I, I did it. I'm doing I'm ticking the boxes and I'll find out on Friday whether I can speak English. Well, hey, man, good luck. I'm, thank thank you. I'm sure you'll be able to speak English. Once it's also you have... reading and writing and, and listening, and it was, it was hard. Yeah, I'm sure once you've got that qualification, then, you know, you'll know if you can speak English and write English or not. Yes, it will define me. But until then, we won't know. No. We can just try. What you been, <laughs> what you been doing? Uh, well, um, me and wife have moved out, um, which is... So it's better when it happens together. Yeah. Where did she move to? Um, <laughs> she. Uh, I mean, in, logically, one of you could have stayed, but it's true. Yeah, yeah. No, she moved in with me. Um, what? She moved in with me. Right. You moved house. You mean? Yes. Right. We cool. moved house. She didn't move. In. in <laughs> she where? So we moved house. Um, <laughs> Cheers. Uh, no, yeah. So we've moved place. <coughs> and it's a it's an incredible feeling. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this last last podcast. I probably didn't. Uh, I've basically always been at home for the last. Twi- I'm 29, so essentially for the last 29 years of my life. Can't wait till you're 30. Like yeah, me too. Um, I've been at home, and I've never moved out. Even for university, I'd stayed at home because I, I, there was no need. I was it was a university course I was doing for two days a week for a couple of hours a day. It didn't make sense for me to move out. It's one of the, it's one of those things where I think that's happening more and more because it's just so fucking expensive oh, to, yeah, to, yeah. to you know to buy a house. No one can get on the property ladder. Yep. People have to rent. So I mean, when I was young, everyone would have expected to have moved out. But yeah. today, your story is very common. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, so uh, at, at the time, my parents had moved out for a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks, couple of years, because I'd moved to a different city um, <laughs> because they had a business. Um, That's so, cool. Yeah, I mean, they I left this house for you to stay in. Absolutely, yeah. That's so cool. I, mean, I had a little bit of the experience, but everything was paid for, so it wasn't exactly the same thing. Um, so I was like a trust fund kid for a while. Wow. Yeah, uh, but it was nice. Um, but yes, yeah, so I've always been at home, and I don't know. I guess uh, into some to some degree, I found myself outgrowing the house. That explains a lot of things. Yes. Yeah. So you know we have our own place now, uh, and it's great. Location's great, um, and we're spending a lot more time together, which is nice. We get to do more things that we all right, need all right, all right, to watch. No, no details, please. Right. Okay, I wasn't. All right. Okay, no. Congratulations! I'm thanks. really happy for you. It's thanks, really thanks, cool. Man. I went to see it. It's a really nice place. I, I'm sure everyone cares. Moving <laughs> um, <laughs> on. I care. 
list? What's first on the list? I finish. Oh, this is a really old list, actually. I finished watching Breaking Bad, so you can spoil any more of it. Oh, excellent. Finally. <laughs> After like the fifth spoiler, it was like, well, fucking ever. I know everyone's going to die. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was good. Uh, it was a bit predictable towards the end. It was you kind of knew what was going to happen. Okay, but it's still awesome, and I'll yes. watch the whole thing again. Yep. Uh, been watching a lot of other stuff. Um, trying to watch stuff which has some kind of UK link. Uh, I saw some. I saw the series <laughs> first. In it, we're doing a science fiction episode, right? Yes. Okay, so I can talk about this. I watched the first season of a program called Killjoys. Okay. This is. Um, what I'd call a an okay effort at creating a science fiction program. Okay. It's nowhere near on the quality of production that Expanse is. It's interesting to watch. It's got Hannah Kamen Johnson in it as the lead. Hannah Kamen. Hannah Kamen. Who's I've seen it. You know her. We don't know her. Well, you might know her. I don't know, but I, you know of her. You recognize her face. Uh, yes, she was in Black Mirror. Yeah, she's yes. the the singy sing star person. Whatever. Yes, yeah. Uh, uh, she was. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, um, as an aside, yes, I have to start watching Black Mirror too. Um, yeah, she's well hard in it. She's cool. Uh, it's nice to see a someone um, of female of dual heritage. Um, she's mixed race, English and Nigerian, I think. As the lead in a series, this is like not a common thing. It's 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 uh, lots of boxes being ticked there for for Netflix. It's also got uh, her two sidekicks on the ship. One of them is Scotty from Brothers and Sisters, and the other one is the the what's his name Olsen from Smallville. Jimmy Olsen. James Olsen. Jimmy Olsen. Uh, yeah. Aaron Ashmore. Yeah. Is it James Ashmore or Aaron Ashmore? What? James there's, Olsen and Aaron. There's two of them. He's he's got a twin brother. Do you know this? No, of course. Why would I know that? Because oh, haven't you noticed when you watch Smallville? Sometimes it's his twin. Is that what happened? That's just what. Yeah. Really. Sean and Aaron Ashmore. Sorry. Wow. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. All right. Well, yeah, they one of those or maybe both of them are in this thing. Um, it's strangely watchable, very cheesy, not really, doesn't really make the list for stuff today. No way. No way. I mean, they are like identical, identical. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, that's just like, that's like Alien Covenant. That's just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do they do that? Also, Hannah Kamen was in Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah, she was, but not not really a major role. But it's nice, nice. Um, wouldn't highly recommend it. But if you're a science fiction nut, that it's something to watch. Okay. Into the Badlands. I finally started watching that. Cool. Great choreography, bullshit production. But hey, I hope maybe it'll get better. What is uh, that? What is that on? Prime, I think. Okay. Uh, Killjoys is on Netflix. Uh, seasons four and five of Grimm are now on Netflix. If people are watching Grimm, it's that's that's cool. I mean, it's an, it's, it's getting on a bit, but it's uh, still great to watch. I don't know why Skull Island's on there. Yeah, it's kind of old. Why is that on there? 
Sing. You ever seen Sing? No. It's cool. Yeah, I think you said this last time, actually. Why, is this an old list? No, you you mentioned that last time as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's it's really cool. So, obviously, with the kids around, you just forget when you watch things and how many times you watch it. Uh, I've noticed every month we say we're going to do a review of Moana, but we've never actually done one. We're not. No. Oh, shit. It's been on several trailers. I keep watching stuff back and thinking, yeah, we didn't fucking talk about it. Are we talking about Moana today? I love I love Moana. I I can't. We've, Me too. Done. Yeah, okay, so okay. next. Where we go? No. Uh, really, do you like it? Do you think no, it's something new for Disney? Absolutely. Um, and it's very relevant, actually. I'm, I'm, so I don't know why I haven't talked about this. All of the, and even uh, the kind of opening song um, where like the whole village is kind of singing, it's called Where You Are. And it teaches her, it's almost very twisted in, in a, in a very polite way, the song teaches Moana yeah. that everything you need is, and this is quite basically literally the lyrics of the song, is where you are. So he, the song is basically telling her that you don't need to go anywhere. You should stay exactly where you are to get everything you need because you don't need to, to do anything else. You need to go anywhere else. It's basically telling her that your duties are here. And it's very kind of reflective of our, our culture as well as in the Indian culture. Yeah. You don't, you don't need anything else. As long as you have your people. Yeah. That's, that's everything and, you need. And as long as you follow what your people do, yes. what they believe in and all that yeah. stuff. You don't need to leave this island. You don't need to leave this house. Basically is what you're saying. Your duty is here. And it's very twisted. Um, but no, it's very, it's a very refreshing kind of, she didn't give a shit that that was her duty. She wanted to, and it wasn't what was, what I loved about this film, that it wasn't for, a man it wasn't for a dude it wasn't you know it wasn't even a love thing the love was about what she wanted to do and where she wanted to be yeah um that's why i enjoyed this film but it was different uh and i think as kind of we see more of these disney animated films they're kind of kind of leading more towards uh moving away from uh you know the the male love interest or you know just making the film about a relationship with a with a you know, with a person, if you will. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I agree. It's We've watched it several times. It's great. Um, I also did something really weird. I watched... Um, well, the other day, we could have gone cinema and watched... Fate of the Furious. Fast and Furious 8? Fate of the Furious, yeah. Is that what it's called? It's called Fate of the Furious. Fate of the Furious. Fate of the Furious. In some places, yeah. It sounds like some animated film conversion thing. And I said, no, not even for free. (laughs) And then, I don't know what happened to me. I decided to watch Fast and Furious 7 at home. Oh, wow. By yourself? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Have you seen the previous six? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have watched it otherwise. Did you like that film? Fast and Furious 7? Have you seen 8? That was ridiculous. I haven't seen 8, no. I mean, the last 10 minutes are great because it was like literally 10 minutes of goodbye to... Um... Yeah, yeah, that was... It was night. Nice. Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Uh, it was nice. I think it was touching. Very touching. Um, oh, yeah. That was... I mean, that was better than the whole film. Absolutely. No, yeah, definitely. I would happily watch that and not watch the film. There were so many things... Okay, let's just point this out. This is a, this is a given with all the Fast and Furious films. There was so, many, so much wrong with the franchise. We're talking logics, logically, rationally physically 
just ridiculous things that are wrong with that film. All of them. But Fast and Furious 7 specifically pissed me off with one thing. Just one thing. Um, there's a scene... I where, had one of those. Go on. Yeah. Let's see if it's the same thing. There's a scene where, I think it's towards the end, where they're on like a, a, a highway and it's on a bridge. Yeah. And he's driving off one side and going on to the other side. Yeah. He jumps off the car to save Michelle Rodriguez's character, whoever it is. And he lands on the car back first... And doesn't die slash get injured one bit. Of course, there are several other, you know, scenes like that throughout the whole franchise. But that one pissed me off the most because, God, when will action films learn that this isn't the way things work? Well, see, that didn't that didn't piss me off. Okay, because I just see it as a sign that Hollywood films are finally learning from the action scenes in Bollywood films. Yes. <laughs> That's literally what it was. Yep. What pissed me off was Paul Walker fighting Tony Jaa. Oh, yeah. Go away. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Yeah. That's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's like Gosling fighting Jackie Chan. Yep. And us pretending he has a chance. What? <clears throat> no, that was just very, very frustrating. That was just... Uh, anyway. Yep. Old film. And just confirms that I will not watch watch eight watch. for a long time. Good. Um, don't know why. Oh, Trigun! I saw Vash the Stampede. I don't, if this is this is an old anime, it just appeared on Netflix. It made me really happy because I watched it when I was young. And if people are into anime, they might like that. Uh, and I've been watching a lot of stuff in French because I'm learning French because I'm going to Canada, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Expanse, Luke Cage. There's a little, nice little film called Blind Date in French in Netflix. Um, Mulholland Drive is still on Prime. I'm, I'm going to pick that as a thing. If people haven't seen that David Lynch masterpiece slash brainfuck. Have you seen it? No way. It, uh, is David Lynch... Anutter? Yeah. Twin Peaks? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the new Twin Peaks yet? Nope. I've seen the trailer. Okay, I want to watch the old Twin Peaks. Okay. Uh, because it intrigues me. Have you ever, have you heard of a game called Alan Wake? Yes. Reading the synopsis and stories from Twin Peaks, remind, Twin Peaks reminds me of Alan Wake. I haven't played Alan Wake. Oh, okay. okay. I haven't played, I couldn't play it past a certain point because I got oh, okay. scared. All right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yes. Uh, okay. No, definitely. I mean, if you got, have you got Prime? Yeah. Yeah. If you've got Prime, um, now that you have your own place. Yes. I, Especially Mulholland Drive. Okay. Now that you have your own place. Yes. Enjoy. And don't invite guests over. Excellent. Um, and also Trumbo is not going to be on uh, Prime for long. So if, if you're stuck for something to watch and you've got Prime, watch Trumbo. Uh, if you don't know who he is, watch Trumbo. <laughs> He's a very important person in um, political uh, screenwriting history. Um, if you've heard of Spartacus, then you've heard of Trumbo. Or Papillon. Um, Brian Cranston. He's playing trombone. Shit, yeah, cool. Yeah. It's uh, one of those little films uh, that's amazing. If you want to watch something that's more related to the, some of the stuff we're talking about, Moana, stuff that's related to future episodes, watch um, Hassan Minaj. Why haven't I heard about this film? I don't know. That's the, who's playing computer games? <laughs> can hear like weird 80s computer games. Um, Hassan Minaj is a an american stand-up comedian is a really young young guy netflix has stuck him on 
Is he it, related to Nikki? Uh, from the look of it, possibly not. But hey, there were also a lot of um, Indian Asian slaves taken to um, the Caribbean by the British, and that and that's why there was a lot of mixing happening. And uh, so, I mean, I've got Caribbean friends um, from where I grew up whose grandparents and great grandparents were Indian, but they're black. And they, you know, so you, you never know. There may be a family link somewhere. Possibly. Um, Hassan Minaj is fucking hilarious. Okay. And give, you will give people an insight into I- Indian life. And he's an American born um, Indian. Uh, really f- funny. Okay. Um, and of course, if you're, if you, you know, are not stupidly pointlessly offended by the title which you really 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 shouldn't be then the first thing on everyone's list to watch next should be dear white people which we're not going to talk about now because we'll do an entire episode around some of the issues there absolutely uh i finished watching it and you're halfway through about uh, yeah if you're yeah so you finish watching it and then we'll have lots of things to talk about absolutely. and then people will have watched it what you've been watching i've also we thought we we finished iron fist finally it became one of those yeah. Um, shows to just kind of just for the sake of watching just because <laughs> being part of the defenders you kind of I need to, to yeah, run them off yeah um, <sighs> they really missed it they they screwed the pooch with that they missed it totally like again the, the ending was horrible <sighs> really disappointed I didn't I, did, I, I really thought there was something I could take from it but there wasn't there's so much they could have done the only thing that was even remotely impressive was um, Colleen's character uh, when she fought um, in the cage. Yeah, uh, oh, shit. no, that was. I mean, that were impressive anyway. But like towards the end, when she was when she was uh, fighting one of the other women with oh, the yeah. sword. Okay, yeah. Um, that and when she was facing what's it? What's his face? Bakuto. Okay, that was okay. You know, they were good. They were good fighters. Yeah, she's, she can do what she needs to do, but half decent choreography. But even some of that wasn't great. Yeah, uh, yeah, I really s- disappointing. You know, yeah, I know. If it start feeling like homework towards the end. Um, uh, another news actually. Um, he, when I initially told you about this, you weren't too impressed, and then you were prying, and then I told you about it. So uh, I'm, I'm a fan of wrestling. If the listeners don't know. And for the first time in history, at least in the recent history, uh, well, okay. I've not said anything. <laughs> uh, we have a first. We have the first Indian um, WWE champion. That's so good. It's so good that the Americans are finally acknowledging the country that they stole, the people that lived there before they went there, that they've shoved off to these reservations. It's amazing that they're now letting them win things like wrestling. It's even that symbolically is such an um, deep, has deep significance is what's up. What's up? Oh, I was waiting for you to say something. Indian as in from... <laughs> Our provinces. Oh, <laughs> not that kind of Indian. Okay. Um, and it, it shouldn't be as big of a deal as I'm making it out to be, but just the fact that our, I won't say our kind being represented <laughs> in, on such a platform as this is incredible. It's delaying. Yeah. 
diddling a little bit. Sorry. Right. Okay. Um, and he, he uh, he's been given this opportunity, and whether it lasts a week or whether it lasts a month, you know, the fact that he is on this platform and whether the fact he looks like he takes steroids is is besides the point. But it's an Indian man being given the opportunity that you know that the the rest of his co-workers are getting, and it's incredible. Uh, and I'm incredibly uh, happy about it. So, is the um, is he on steroids? He he totally looks like he's on steroids. Does, um, that, does that do you, does that offend you? It doesn't offend me. Um, it does make me. I mean, it does make me question their quote unquote wellness policies because they're supposed to have random drug tests. <laughs> yeah, um, but there are several people in that company that you will question their physique. Um, him being one of them. I'm going to defend uh, people that sculpt their bodies okay. for entertainment, for bodybuilding, sure. or whatever. And that is that if you actually talk to people that do st- that stuff on a regular basis, that work out on a regular basis, um, the question of steroids does come up. And there are some, there are some very... My vocab shit to the shit today. What's the one I'm looking for? you can't for? speak English after all. I can't speak. It's, they took it out of me. It was really difficult. There are some very, very honest um, videos on YouTube of people that work out, people that have taken steroids and people that haven't. Um, talking about this subject and what comes out of the interviews when you watch them is something that's worth noting. Okay. Um, even if people do take steroids, it takes them up a level and then they can't really take steroids again. So, well, they can't, but it will just really start messing them up in other ways. Mm. So people that have managed to do that, they may have taken steroids, but it's still a lot of fucking hard work. Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not saying that he does, but is, I- he, is he good entertainer? he's an okay entertainer. Okay. Um, but again, there are people who are in the top spot who also are okay entertainers. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I, you know, but it's just nice to see someone who's, he's actually Canadian, Indo-Canadian, um, of, he's of the Sikh faith also, um, who's being represented in, in some way. There was a previous, uh, champ, uh, another, sorry, Indian who was from India, who was actually a champion as well, but he was the poorest um, wrestler I've seen in a long time. And he had a lesser championship. But it's, he wasn't very wealthy? N- no, he was just really bad at entertaining. He couldn't wrestle. He couldn't move in the ring. He was over seven feet tall. And so he was... Okay, that's right, fine. Yeah. Well, I try to be interested. Um, I'm very happy for you. Um slightly disappointed it wasn't the other type of Indian so what films have we seen um, I watched John Wick for the first time okay um, and it's funny actually we were having a discussion when I was at work about yeah. films that are so bad that they're good does that make sense I thought it was a good film yes no no absolutely as a film it was a good film yeah the concept was ridiculous yeah the film was brilliant um, it <laughs> There wasn't a moment where I wasn't entertained. I wanted, like, oh man, I love that film. Um, <laughs> it's brilliant. And it was almost a satire of yeah. revenge action films. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, but it was done so seriously and there were subtle um, comedic scenes in there that were just brilliantly done. Um, and Keanu Reeves is, he can't, I don't know, he can't do any wrong to me. I don't. Really? 
Yeah, like I've, I've seen some awful Keanu films. Yeah, I mean, people say he's really wooden and he doesn't know how to act and stuff, but he's horrific when he starts to try. Well, to... I don't, I don't find him that wooden. No, sometimes he manages to actually, you know, perform. Yeah, like just some some films, he just, I feel it just comes across like he's a bit of a dick. Oh yeah, okay. Um, but hey, yeah, I enjoy that. Their finest. Did we talk about this? We haven't. Don't know. All right. Um, let me let me start off with this because this when we when you said we were going to watch this, yeah. I was initially skeptical. Or no, you were skeptical that I was going to watch it, uh, or that I would even watch it. And then I read the synopsis and I was like, okay. I was just trying to wind you up with the whole alt right misogynistic. Well, yeah, thing. yeah, of course. But on on paper, a paper on paper, <laughs> I wouldn't have watched a film like this because it. I don't know. <laughs> It would have seemed boring to me. So, so for me, I saw. I didn't even see the trailer. I just saw who was in it. I thought it's a Bill Nye film, um, which which is really funny. After as you were saying Bill Nye, I never heard of Bill Nye. Who knows? I was like Bill Nye. He's like a UK film legend. He's Bill Bill Nye, and you were like, "What the science guy?" I said, "No, not that fucking Bill Nye." <laughs> Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill Bill Nye, the vampire from Underworld, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Which is, you know, he held that film together just about. Was he in there? Yeah. Oh, shit. Sure I wasn't was. a fan of the Underworld films. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, go on. No, you, you carry on. Um, what? So, but you, then you watched it and you liked it. I loved it. Honestly, I loved it. So I'm, uh, again, if you don't know, we speak about this a lot. Um, but um, I'm, I, I guess you could say I'm, I'm a filmmaker slash writer. Yeah. Um, and watching that film, when I see a film and it inspires me to do something, that to me is a good film. It 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 proves to me that its ability to make me want to continue with one of my passions is is doing its job. So, just to quickly cover um, the plot, yes, without sorry. any giveaways, yeah, um, it's uh, a, a woman that is a writer uh, or starts writing during. Is she a writer to begin with? Yes. Yeah, she is. Yeah, isn't she. she? Is, yeah. Um, and she gets an opportunity during World War II to do stuff because there's a lot of things happening during World War II where women were involved with um, industry, creative arts. Because there weren't society enough in general. Yeah, men to do that. Because the men were all away fighting. So, uh, yeah, there's there's that as a as a huge theme, but it doesn't um, it doesn't go wrong much. It's it's a really cool film. Yes, absolutely. And then. Um, Gemma Arterton, the uh, woman who the, the protagonist, I guess. Um, is she from Brookside or somewhere? I don't know where she's from. She was from. She was in uh, Prince of Persia. I'm what? sure she was one of those shows. She was in Prince of Persia. Um, Hollyoaks. I feel like she was in one of these shows. I don't watch any of them. EastEnders. I'm sure people know this. So, Emmerdale, it says. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, she's good. Yeah, she was lovely in that film. Uh, and uh, would you? All right, I'm not going there. No, go on. Nothing. No, no, please. No. This is the podcast. This you're not supposed to hold back. When we do, yeah, the woman power episode. Yeah, yeah. I, I will go into it then. <sighs> lovely. She was lovely. Oh fuck. Next. What? I wasn't even being creepy. I was just. 
Uh, and her, um, her her male co-star, um, what's his face from Hunger Games? I forget his name now. Shit. I don't know. The dude. The the dashing dude. Uh, he was a treat. Very nice guy. Taron Egerton. From Kingsman 2. He's lovely. He's lovely. He's lovely. Lovely. Hey, how about that Kingsman trailer? Eggsy. I can't wait for that. That is going to be a fun film. Yeah. I don't, and people, people hate on Kingsman. I don't know why. I don't understand. It is a bit cheesy. Yeah, but... It's supposed to be. It's tongue, tongue yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Kingsman 2 trailer. What did you think? Fantastic. Um, it's obviously stupid because what's his name is still alive. Uh, Clive Davis. Clive Davis? Clive Who the fuck is that? Nope, not Clive Owen. What's his name? What? Shit, what's his name? Clive Davis. <laughs> All right. Clive Davis is an American record producer. Brilliant. Cars 3. I don't know why that's on there. Are you looking forward to Cars 3? Yeah, see, we, this, that came from a discussion that me and you were having at the pub when you ah. were talking about you didn't like Cars because of Jeremy Clarkson. And then you were surprised that the US version of Cars didn't have Jeremy Clarkson in it. Do you remember this? That would have saved the film yeah. and I would have watched the next film if that one thing had happened. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you should like not watch the UK version from now on. Jumped up racist, arrogant tosser. Well, yeah. If you put him on a film like that, give him privilege. What the fuck? Go away. Yeah. But think of it this way, okay? Let's for a second, because yeah. I know you can't, I know it's tough for you to do this. Yeah. Let's for a second put aside his political views, okay? Yeah? Can we do that for a second? Why? Just can we do that for a second? Why? Can you do that for a second? Yes. Okay, so. Maybe. And let's look at his other life, wherein he presents a stupid show about cars. Yeah. Right? Let's look at it from that basic perspective. Oh, He's a dude who knows what's talking about when it comes to cars. Let's put him in the film about cars. Let's yeah. not put him in the film because of his political views about whatever you have. That, that's not how Disney Pixar films work. People don't put people in films. I think it probably got to me because it's a kid's film. Uh, if you're watching Top Gear, well, no, what's the new Top Gear called? Top Gear. No, yeah, fuck it. Oh, Grand Tour. Or whatever it's Grand, the Grand Tour, that's it. They, they are good at that. I have to admit, it's really annoying. I don't like admitting that. All right. Yeah, good. Guardians. Let's start our science fiction stuff. Colin Firth, not Clive. Clive Davis. <laughs> well, Wonder Woman is out next month, this month, next month, next week. Yes. How excited are you? Very awesome trailer. I keep watching the trailer. I went and back, watched, I went back and watched the anime... With um, the guy who does all the voices for... Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. I can never remember Green his name. Lantern. Man. The Green Lantern yes. voice. The guy from Firefly, who also is the weatherman from... Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> um, Model Family. Is he? Yeah. Oh, shit, okay. He goes out with the daughter. It's oh, really wrong. Hilarious. It's really wrong. Um, Sci- sci-fi. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. The reason I know it's going to be, no, 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 I know it's going to be, it, it's interesting to me because. I don't know what you just said. 
and I need to mumble, mumble something. This is this beer heavy, is, heavy mumbling. This beer is getting to you now. The fact is that we have a character that females can be proud of that's being represented in these films that are such they're on a grand scale and we don't have anything like that right now apart from alien <laughs> it's yeah let's let's wait till it's out yep and see what so what it's uh, what it's like how was guardians for you highly enjoyable i wasn't blown away by it but i enjoyed it and i wasn't left feeling empty or you know <sighs> That felt like something was missing. It felt like a Guardians film and it was what it was. Yeah. I thought it it was more of the same. Yeah. Uh, it was very funny and very entertaining, but not... Yes. They didn't... I don't feel they explored as much as they could have. I was extremely happy with Kurt Russell. It was just nice to see him in a film again um, after that awful performance in Fast and Furious 7. <laughs> I completely forgot he was in Fast and Furious. So I've seen two Kurt Russell films this month. Um, that was cool. Uh, a lot of good luck going on with the family at the moment. Uh, Goldie Horn's making a film with Amy Schumer, I think. Oh, yeah. And um, Kate Hudson's in a new film. So the whole family's got shit going on. Okay, wait, hold on. Kate Hudson is... I'm sure Kate Hudson is their daughter. Really? Yeah. One of the most... Used to be one of the most famous families in Hollywood. I like, yeah. Goldie Horn's daughter, not Kurt's. Is it? Oh, it's not Kurt Russell's no, daughter. No, a, a dude called Bill Hudson. That would make sense because her surname's Hudson. So, <laughs> yeah. Don't know who he is though. Uh, sounds familiar. But yeah, cool. Um, happy for them. But she's with Kurt Russell now, though. Um, Goldie Horn, I'm sure. This is just me imagining things, just having a, repl- a permanent replay of Bird on a Wire in my head from the 1980s. I feel like you're, um, is this like a, a fan fiction in your head? Seriously, this is, they had a thing. Oh, yeah, no, they do. And their son's Wyatt Russell. There we go. He's in Black Mirror also. Uh, right. And he was also in Jump Street 2. Cool. As you was in Jump Street 2. Yeah. You know, Zook. Oh, okay. He was their son. That's their son. All right. So Guardians, yeah, not um, a great use of science fiction. No. They didn't use the environment or the whole opportunity that they had. There was a few stunts and things, yeah, uh, but it was okay. I th- could have been so much better. I can't wait till they start joining all these storylines together. Oh man, it's gonna be incredible. Um, yeah, so Infinity War is gonna be the next kind of oh, hey, Spider Man's out soon. See, I do, weirdly Marvel, even though they're very science fictiony, I don't see them as science fiction films. Well, the world we we had a conversation about this, like maybe last year or something. We were talking about how Marvel touch on pseudoscience or very yeah. pseudoscience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, whereas DC are very kind of like fantasy, and they don't even try and and be scientific about it. They'll yeah. just straight up. Whereas, defy the laws of physics, gravity, and everything is. Whereas diehard science fiction fans yeah. want to see things like Expanse and some of the things in Star Wars and yeah. Alien, yeah. and where where there's elements of um, another subject that you, I think it's called futurism, uh, where you're taking 
technologies and issues and project them into the future and exploring them in that in that context. Uh, and that's that's the side of science fiction that's very exciting. Um, talking of that, have you ever seen Blade Runner? No, um, admittedly not. I know it's disappointing. I haven't that I haven't seen it, um, but it is on my list of films to watch. High on my list. It should be very, very, very high on your list. Yeah. And make sure you watch the director's cut. Okay. Three hours long, right? It's long. Hmm. Yeah, I can't remember how long it is. It's just you went. The time will fly. Okay. Okay. You know? Do you know what it's about? Um, I remember vaguely reading the synopsis, and it reminded me of a film called Surrogates. Okay. I'm guessing Surrogates was derived from. Well, inspired by even things like Ex Machina. um, Yes. Are influenced by Blade Runner. Yeah. You know, it it inspired many, many films. Yes. Okay. Cool. So Blade Runner two sequel. Yes. He's he's going for it. You were super excited when you saw. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Am I imagining things?" And then Gosling as a Blade Runner, and I was like, "This is really cool." And then fucking Deckard was in it. Uh, uh, what's his name? Han Solo. Han Solo. Yeah. Um. From the back from the dead, so this is confusing. If you haven't seen the film, it's not a Star Wars film. It's not. It's just Harrison Ford. Oh dear! It's just for many people. When he died, he died. Um, all right, cool. Star Wars. Ugh. Hey, we should talk about something. God, we fucking called this in December. Okay. You don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. Because. I did my lightsaber talk. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then you just switched off. Yeah. No, no, I enjoyed that talk. I enjoyed that talk. But the point of the lightsaber talk was what I was trying to say was that the lightsabers are telling you the story. Yes. That all these hippy-dippy people that don't want to participate in certain sides of force experimentation um, bring out all the lovely colors in lightsabers. And people that make these crystals bleed from the inside, they have red lightsabers. And you have people like Ahsoka Tano, who's grey, and she's rescued crystals and they're burning white. She's finding balance. Now, if you can find that balance, which is what the whole fucking story and the dialogue and everything was about from the beginning. Yeah. Then you would be in the middle. You'd be a grey. You'd be what the Guardians of the Wills uh, talk about when they say that that I mean, this is part of the expanded universe again, when they talk about the fact that you can only really experience that balance if you don't have power. For someone of power to experience it is very fucking difficult. And if someone could find that balance, they would become something else and there would be no more Jedi. This is what I was talking about. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. So, yeah. Do you like the trailer? I, I had no words. I've seen it so many times. You just uh, had a weird, 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 weird look on your face. Oh God, I, I wish there was more I could do with the trailer. <laughs> just I, I want like, I want it to come out already. Um, <laughs> just, yeah, man, it, it was incredible. Such a good, I. The music always blows me away. Um, I love that they're using. Uh, elements from the score of Force Awakens. Yeah. They're still using Kylo Ren's theme, Ray's theme. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, God, man. Everything about that trailer was just almost perfect. Um, but so many questions that I wouldn't be able to answer or even... 
begin to answer. Um, but I'm yeah, December can't come soon enough. Yeah, totally agree. Um, really trying to, you know, keep myself together. Just watch the trailer. You know, try and keep it down to three times a day. Uh, uh, Alien Covenant. Let's talk about it. Now, were you a fan of Prometheus? Because that received a lot of bad press. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't. I thought I'm always. I'm always a fan of prequels. I'm always a fan of where stories come from. Yes. And Prometheus for me was an interesting watch because I'd only watched all of the aliens literally before Prometheus came out for the oh, first wow. time. Oh, wow. That's a good experience. Uh, yeah, it was incredible. So it was very fresh in my head and it made me kind of want to find out where or where this story came from or where it, you know, kind of where it, where it's derived from. Yeah. Um, so I enjoyed it. I mean, I, you know. And Covenant? I enjoyed Covenant better than I enjoyed Prometheus. Pro- it, Covenant it, it, to it, me yeah. felt like all of the best bits of Alien in one film. Okay. And Prometheus, of course. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, it's different, isn't it? Without giving anything away. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot. It felt like almost like a traditional action film mixed in with a lot of sci-fi yeah. Um and a lot of there's a lot of story in that. Um and performance from fucking Fastbender was just He's awesome, isn't he? He's brilliant. He's just so good at everything he does apart from Assassin's Creed. He just you know he, he, you don't think he was good in Assassin's Creed himself? He was good, but his accent pisses me off. I always it always stresses me out how and you'll probably be able to answer this one because this probably comes into the whole culture or political thing why performers need to be given an American accent when the original accent is great to begin with. To me, I think an actor emotes the best when they emote in their native tongue. Okay, that's interesting. So, yes, I do agree with the last thing you just said. But the first thing, I think it comes down to what is the character they're playing. If they're playing, it's not their... Um, that's okay. I wouldn't say it's not their fault. It is their fault because they accepted the character. But if they accept a character that is that has a different accent, then they have to take on and speak with that accent, like in their 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 uh, finest, mm-hmm. um, and many other films where people master accents and they manage to emote in that new accent that they've learned. If you're finding it frustrating and distracting, that probably means that they haven't quite mastered it it's not Hugh Laurie yeah of course but using their finest as an example okay I don't know if I'm if there's a fine line here between dialect and accents really no that's two different things okay. well yeah that's what I mean so if you've got an American accent it's different from say um, uh, Gemma Arterton doing what, did she, what accent did she do a Welsh, Welsh accent yeah um, but kind of flip between Welsh and she English. She is Welsh, and all this time she's been doing not a Welsh accent. That would make a lot more sense. That would be a, that was a really good Welsh would make sense. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to disagree and say an accent is an accent is an accent. If you're going to, because I, I love doing accents. Um, yes. Which these days you have to be careful with, because you know we've had this conversation before. I don't think it's bad to do accents mm. if you do them well. If mm. you do an accent badly, mm. someone might call you. Racist. Sure, yeah. Um, but if you do an accent well, then you're actually paying attention to the cadence of that of 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 
possibly that the language um or or in this case an accent or yes. that region or how those things are spoken yep i mean roy bremner is great for this he talks about the different shapes you have to make with your mouth to get different types of sounds mm. out and stuff like that. It's, it's a talent in and of itself. Mm. So from what you're saying, I would say that that's a failing on Fassbender's part. Mm. He's not pulling off the accent properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think if we're going to break the performance down to, you know, accent and how yeah. he emoted and all that stuff, that to me is kind of a, then we're kind of really speaking, we're nitpicking stuff. I don't, I don't find it that annoying. The only person who doesn't seem to be able to handle an accent, an American accent, Jason Statham. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah. Please stop doing that, Jason. Please, please, yeah. please stop doing that. Yeah. Generally, he's at his best when he's just doing his Cockney accent. <laughs> just. Yeah. Just, just you know, be yourself, please. Yeah. He's he's special. But, uh, yeah. No. Um. Covenant. I thoroughly enjoyed. All right. Um. Uh, I don't. From a science perspective, I'm not sure. Science. How you thought it was. Science or science fiction? Science fiction, sorry. Um, that's great. Alien's one of those things uh, that changed science fiction. Because it was always sort of... Uh, I love it when people say, oh, I don't like... It's scary. I don't like scary films. I don't want to watch it. And that's interesting. Because what Alien puts in front of you is... It goes up against things like, you know, the little green men of old and the friendly English-speaking humanoids in Star Trek and all these things that were there before um, um, Scott came along and said, well, what if they're just fucking monsters that want to fuck you up? They don't even want to eat you. They just want to kill you and then grow their children in you. That was another thing that was... I I don't often find films that make me feel like... I don't feel unnerved by films anymore because I understand the process behind a film and I know it's just a film. It kind of spoils it almost. Right, yeah. Yeah. but this was one of the first films in a while that I found I felt kind of almost unnerved. I felt anxious with some of the scenes. Um, and I was like, oh, that was intense. Like, He is a legend. He is yeah, a legend. Yeah, he's genius. Like it did, Ridley Scott. Uh, to make someone feel like that you are truly doing your job, even after, you know, if we watch films and any people who understand the films are... So is he directing Blade Runner? Two? Uh, he better be. Because that's going to be a fucking awesome film. It's like the no, no, sorry, it's the guy who did uh, Arrival. He's executive produced it. Okay. Yeah. Well, Dennis, do. Uh, Dennis. The guy who did Arrival, Dennis. which was my new favorite science fiction film. Yes. <laughs> Dennis Villeneuve. It's like it's like someone's replaying the eighties. And it's even better and also in, in the movie. In the movie, what sense? The dude who composed the Arrival music has composed the Blade Runner music. Which oh, is cool. wow. So exciting. Okay. Uh, so now after that, we've just got a collection of things that are available now for people to, for science fiction fiends um, like me to, well, I'm always hunting for some good science fiction. Yes. It's so difficult to find. Sci-Fi Channel is absolute total load of wank. Sci-Fi, some stuff that's out that's watchable. Um, watched any other um, sci-fi? I did. I, I'm kind of I'm skipping down the list a little bit, but I watched X Manic Machina for a second time. Okay, I love that film. Why? What's it? What's it on? Netflix. It's still on Netflix. I believe it is. Cool. Um, I think the main thing that is it for me is the fact that it has Oscar Isaac and um, what's his face in it. 
Scottish dude. Right. They're both in Star Wars. Um, and also it has Alicia Vikander. She's... Yes. Yeah. I, I can't I, put into words... I agree. Um, that talent. Yeah. She's amazing. Yes. Um, but just the practical effects that they've used in that film as well is lovely. But then it's the, the transformation of... <clears throat> okay. Uh, Can I ask a question? Without talking about the aesthetics of the production... Yeah. How do you feel about the story and the issues being discussed? How does it make you feel about your future and technology in general? Yeah, yeah, because you're not a really a technology, technology person. Yeah. So, so how does it come across? Absolutely. That, that was one of the things I was kind of going to, um, I guess, address as well, was the, the transformation of, I guess, the technology that's present, that's present within uh, Eve. Is it Eve? Shit, I forget a character's name. Can't remember, but yeah, sounds Whatever. Like the robot's name. <laughs> um, that changes as soon as she discovers what humans are actually like. Mm. This is the way I see it. Yeah. Um, and it's very funny because you, 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 you more recently are talking about kind of machine learning and, uh, and kind of how technology is going to be changing over time. This to me is a very scary look at at a potential, you know, extreme worst case scenario of she, where we're going. Yes. So for technology people, she is the most sinister embodiment of a combination stochastic gradient descent and back propagation algorithm on a neural network. AKA Skynet. <laughs> so, yeah, no, awesome. Um, all right, what else is... To, Arrival, I think it can be rented. Still worth watching if it's uh, available somewhere. You put her on the list. Yeah, and... It, um, For modern science fiction, yes. Yeah, it's, it's not that old. That is more kind of credible, kind of... To me, it's a technology that can actually be utilised now. Well, it, it's lovely because it's, it's, it's a great example because it's part of new science fiction. It's part of how science fiction is evolving to take on wider, to, to look at the wider context of our lives and society to yes. say, well, what issues would arise? How would we respond to the technology? How is it evolving with us? How are we changing in response to the technology? What are we doing? What does it really say about well, us? Well, this is exactly it. I think she's the character that Scarlett Johansson plays in the film. She plays the, the AI, if you haven't seen the film before. Yeah. She, what she represents is how we treat our technology. She becomes this crutch and he becomes so dependent on her as not only a piece of technology, but also as, you know, he is her partner and vice versa. He, she becomes this, uh, um, almost kind of person that he needs to be with physically to fully experience what she is capable of. And this is where we are with technology is, well, and it's progressively going to get worse. It's not going to get any better is we're going to become so dependent on our technology more so than we are now that it's going to be to our detriment. Her is interesting because it again um, goes into the whole um, physical surrogate thing that Ex Machina yeah. um, uh, explores a little bit. And it is that the the interface so not the interface, the 
the combination, the symbiosis of us and the technology may not be functional. It may be more emotional than it will be functional because we're just evolved apes. Yeah. We can't handle this stuff on a logical functional level. Yeah. We anthropomorphize everything. Mm. Mm. And it's funny, um, in Ex Machina, they talk about the Turing test a lot. <laughs> if we compare... The, I know humans that don't pass the Turing test, but yeah, okay. Sorry. If we compare the the being, if you will, in Ex Machina yeah. to the being in her, obviously, her as time goes on, this kind of relates back to the machine learning thing that you talk about a lot, is at the beginning, obviously, her, Scholar Jensen's character, she's very, very robotic. And as time goes on, she becomes, again, it's that progression and change of that character that I can always appreciate. And the same thing happens with Alicia's character in um, Ex Machina is that you start to see that she changes as soon as she's exposed to other humans and seeing what they're capable of. Yeah, and, and what's, what's common with both of those two is the, 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 the feeling of something sinister happening around us that we don't understand, yes. that we don't appreciate, that is that this technology is now growing beyond our control, learning faster than us. It's outgrowing us, and we seem to have a fear about that. All of these films are circling around that f- fear of what we're going to do with this technology. It's very funny to talk about technology, but Planet of the Apes is exactly the same thing, except instead of technology... Biotech. Yes. It's incredible. Um, Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't didn't talk about... We'll talk about... I think we should talk about Planet of the Apes and Kong when we talk about Dear White People. Yes. Okay. Because there's a thread there. Okay. Which a lot of people won't understand. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, what else is out? Uh, I put Cowboy Bebop on there again because it's just so cool. Yeah. Um, and it's on Netflix. This is that's Ooh. slightly older. It's anime. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. Okay. Um, and uh, that's from 1988. 1998. Sorry, I watched it when I was little. Uh, what else is on this like sort of science fictiony and pretty cool? X, all of X Files is still on Prime. From, that's from 1993. I was just going back in time saying, what are, what are some sort of older classic science fiction-y things that are in here? Um, <laughs> very weirdly, on Prime, they're, they're showing... They're showing... What's this weird noise? They're showing on Prime um, Buck Rogers' Planet Outlaws from 1953, which many people say is the film that started it all. It's an absolute pile of wank. If you judge it by today's standards, it's so awful. It's an absolute pile of wank if you can, if you want to judge it by today's standards. But um, if you can throw yourself back to 1953 and imagine that there was nothing. Um, I mean, this is, this is two years before uh, Doc Brown um, arrived. Was that 1955? I can't remember. Um, yeah. <laughs> There was nothing. There was no science fiction. Uh, there was books, but no one had ever made really any major science fiction films. There was some, uh, there's another, there's like a German film uh, with the city from the future or something. I've, I've got had a copy of that somewhere. But this was a, an English film and um, it, it inspired a lot of films. It inspired a lot of things. It inf- inspired an entire series in the 70s for Buck Rogers as well. A very glamorous series, a shiny lipstick. Um, 
I would say that's as far as you want to go. There's lots of other cheesy things on there. Don't watch them if you don't like them. As a public service announcement, I would like to say, make sure you don't watch Jupiter Ascending. Um, you know, everyone fails at some point. And, and the Wachowskis, you know. Sorry. Sense8 is season two Sense8 started. That's almost science fiction. It is in a, in a way. Um, and they've done well there. But I don't know what the what maybe they just had a lot of tax to pay, and thought let's just make some really shit science fiction film that doesn't make any sense. Make sure, hey, if their objective was to make some shit that no one understands, that just doesn't make any money, just to burn tax dollars and have fun, then I think they did it really well. So respect to the Wachowskis. If it makes you feel better, yeah, they didn't make much of a profit at all. That's that's what I'm saying. So they achieved their goal, if that's what their goal was. Uh, all right, cool. That's um, that's some science fiction. Oh, oh, hang on, I missed out the most important ones. How did I miss those out? Because I skipped. Oh, I thought we're a bit finishing early. Um, especially of new age anime. Now, did you did you ever watch the Final Fantasy anime, the three D one from two thousand and one? Advent Children. I can't remember what it's called. Advent Children. Okay. Yeah. It's where the guy just like uh, comes back as a robot. Yeah, I have no idea what happens in that film. Oh, no, that one. Uh, yes. Spirits Within. That's the one. Yes, I did watch it. I enjoyed that. Yeah. It was strange, but yeah. So that was almost one like uh, the, the, the boot, the kickoff of um, a load of new age um, anime that's all polished 3D that looks like extended computer game intros yeah but if they are fantastic um there's another one i watched recently called harlock space pirate it's really awful in terms of its translated dialogue um but it's you know reasonably watchable i'll tell you what's good is there's uh an anime called gantz uh gantz o gantz one gantz two gantz and and um and it's a bunch of people in a sort of with strange future who they seem to be is this 3d as well sorry it's 3d it's part of this new age anime 3d thing and and, and these guys people have been these guys are caught at death so they're dead and they get brought back to life using technology by some random technology by some random alien seems like alien technology to fight monsters that are sent in as part of some strange game and as they kill monsters they earn credits and get weapons it's almost like they're playing a computer game, but they're dead, but they can die. It's really weird, but very watchable. Um, I was trying to be sort of think: is there science fiction in other cultures, in other languages? There's because uh, I was watching Expanse in French, um, and there's there's this really strange Indian film called Abhisen. So if you're a fan of those kind of films, uh, this is a guy that travels back in time to the seventies. Um, which is handy because a lot of India looks like the seventies. So <laughs> there's that. There, I, there was a there was a Chinese film. I can't remember what it's called. It was about a woman who can see in the dark and she witnesses a murder. Um, it was a bit shabby, but it was okay. Uh, watchable. This is, this is a film. It was a film. Yeah, it was on. Um, I think it was on Prime. Might be on Netflix. So there's a few international offerings on there, but just you know, watch, just watch Ganso if you want to try something different. What else is out? I left the best to last. 
Doctor Who season 10. I don't know why you're rolling your eyes, Mr. Wrestling. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this time they are handling all sorts of things. They're handling race, historical whitewashing, gender issues, <laughs> even sci-fi nonsense. Like at one point... Is, is Doctor Who still white though? Uh, at the moment, Doctor Who is white, but he's Scottish. So... <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes at that one. Um, no, not because he's Scottish, but he's still white. You can't transmogrify into another race. You... <laughs> Your, the energy in your body recoalesces into, you know, the, the same, it has to be the same race. Is that why none of the X-Men are black? Are they not? Apart from Storm. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Yeah, but it's only one person. Really? Yeah. <laughs> we need more. God. We need more. Anyway, Doctor Who's really good. And if you haven't given it a chance, give it a chance. Skip the first season. Just go straight into season two. Uh, it's currently on season 10. Um, it's cool if you're really if you are a Doctor Who fan so not you if you are a Doctor Who fan uh, there's another series a, sh- a spin-off series called Class that you probably already know about um, that's I, that. I had no idea what you were talking about what's Class? it's a spin-off there's a school that he goes to at one point and this takes place in the school with a bunch of people that are trying to fix some shit that he did that caused problems um that's cool. It's nice to see the BBC creating something that's um, different. So yeah, very happy with that. I don't care what you, you do. I can't concentrate because of the, your face is doing really strange things. <laughs> just, Have you tried? Ever tried watching it? Doctor Who? Yeah. <laughs> I know what we'll do. We'll fucking watch a season of Doctor Who together. Nope. We'll what? Watch it. Okay, I'll watch you an episode with you. No, you can't watch an tell episode. You, okay, fine. Tell you what, I'll watch a season with you as soon as you watch a season of Sons of Anarchy with me. What's that? Sons of Anarchy. The wrestling program? Nope. The one with bikers that you said there was no point and you couldn't see a through line and nothing was it was pointless to watch a show. I, 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 I'm serious. I'm serious. I would watch a season of Sons of Anarchy. Your biker wrestling thing. <laughs> it was not wrestling. It's just you are all about all these bikers and wrestling and man misogyny and all the... I, it's cool. I, this is why I have you as a friend. Because you should challenge your own thinking with the thinking of how the others think. Respect um, that you've managed to pull that off as an Indian. <laughs> Man, Alt Brown. Um, <laughs> okay. How many episodes? You're on. Yeah, you're on. I will do an. I will do a season of Sons of. How Anarchy. many episodes are you in? You have to do a season uh, of season Doctor, of Doctor Who. Who. I don't know. Normal. But it's a BBC show, so it's not. Yeah, cool. it's six months worth, 13 or something, isn't it? Okay, fine. Cool, fine. And we can talk about it. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We have to talk about it on air. It'll be an yeah. interesting social experiment. Mm. Yes. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Okay. All right, I'm looking forward to that. Cool, me too. Um, I'm off for a bit, so I don't know what we're doing the next show. Hopefully in four weeks. <clears throat> I think the next show is when you're away. Uh, could it's do it while I'm away. meant to be. I mean, if you don't get a chance, you don't get a chance. But... All right. Um, I'll hold the fort down in the meantime. Yeah, sure. I can always podcast by myself. <laughs> All right, cool. Go for it. <laughs> I would love to hear that. That'd be interesting, actually. Yeah. Silo episode. <laughs> Who am I going to talk to? <laughs> Who's going to tear me apart? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, 
Are you just browsing the web? No. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm waiting for a sign off and you just browsing the Tenth, web. 10th of June is the next podcast. Well, that's the next scheduled. I am back about a few days, a few, soon after that. All right, cool. So it'll be a little late. Cool. I mean, it balances out because we're doing this one. Yeah. Um, all right. Oh, shit. Solemn. <laughs> just, just browse the web. It's fine. You know, you just waste people's time. I need to get my sign off. I'm not sure what that means, but yeah. Get it off. Get Let's it see off. if I can leave. All right. Well, if you like that, catch us on iTunes. We're on Acast and Overcast as well. We're also on Twitter at, at MovieVilleOrg and also on Instagram at, also at MovieVilleOrg. I'm on Instagram and Twitter and so is Kushal. Oh, God. My Instagram is at Currendy Films and Kushal's at Kushal J and on Twitter he's these are too many handles on there. Never mind. You'll find us on the website at www.movieville.org. Um what am I missing? Freestyle. Freestyle. I love it. Uh, also on Facebook. We're on basically we're everywhere. Type in Movieville into Google and you'll find us somewhere. Don't go on the Movieville Film Festival though, because that's not us. They're trying to take our name. And also Movie Villa. That's just, uh, yeah, there's nothing about that. Yeah. Um all right, I think that is it. That's been us from the MovieBuild.org podcast. I've been Curran. And I've been Kushal. See you in four. Bye. Four more.